0: King ya, welcome to our show. This is our podcast. Today we are going to be discussing the topic, why did I get married? So for our listening audience, we'd like you to call in and tell us your story. Why did you get married? My name is King ya, and and uh, you're listening to the Healthy Living Wedding Officiant podcast. Healthy Living Wedding Officiant is podcasting about providing you access to our perfect episodic series of podcasts and blogs covering healthy relationship topics. Listen to our first podcast, an intro, Why Did I Get Married? Answer this question and dialogue. Visit our website, healthy-living-wedding-officiant.square.site for upcoming blogs and podcasts, along with your chance of having your story published on our website. And please don't forget to subscribe. Uh, stay tuned for more. All right. So we, uh, we have our special guest, Lorel.
1: My name is Laurel.
0: Thank you, Larelle, uh, for you for being a special guest on our show. It's a pleasure to have you.
1: Thank you so much. I am so honored to be here.
0: All right. So we got a question for you, All right, I want to know and our listening audience, they want to know, why did you get married?
1: Why did I get married? So many reasons. Okay. So I got married mainly. I've been married for 12 years. Nope. 13 years. My daughter is 12, so 13
0: years. Are you currently married or you were married?
1: I was. We recently got divorced.
0: So you were so you were married for 13 years. You recently got divorced. Okay. so that brings us to our next question. Why did you actually get married?
1: I got married. The first reason was so I can leave my mom's house. (laughs) But I married the man I married because I loved him and I thought that he would take care of me. And in my mind, at that time, was I was 26. I wanted a caretaker. I wanted someone like my dad to embrace me and to to just be my companion in everything.
0: So you left your mom's house at a pretty early age. You were looking for someone to be a companion, someone like your father, and uh, you thought that the relationship would last.
1: I did and it was great at the beginning we had a lot of fun but before we got married we were together for 18 years so we had a lot of fun then but after we got married we had some fun then too then we got pregnant
0: 18 years that's a pretty long time to be with someone and not married what took you guys so long to uh to elope
1: oh um I would say that it took us that long because he wasn't ready i've been I was ready when I married when I met him but he wasn't ready so it took him a while to be fully engaged in the fact that we're about to get married.
0: So for those who have never been married and uh, listening to our podcast today, you were married for how many years again?
1: I was married for 13 years.
0: And what can you tell our listening audience? What can you share with our listening audience about the marriage experience? Uh, what was that like for you? Were the, the, the wedding bells ringing?
1: The wedding bells were ringing, but they always rung for me. I, Like I said, I was in love. I loved him. I loved him down to his dirty drawers. So it's like every day was exciting for me because I had someone I can take care of, meaning I get to cook for him. I get to make sure that he was satisfied, if you know what I mean. And so I also got to make sure that I was the wife that he wanted. So it was fun. It was fun for me.
0: So you um, pretty much grew up in a, uh, a traditional method. So you were in, interested in a more traditional marriage. And uh, in that traditional type of marriage, uh, how did you identify what the roles were in that traditional marriage? Or were there any specific gender roles? Um.
1: Yes, I, I grew up believing and, and following my parents' example. The man goes out to work and brings home the, fo- the money money for the food and whatever the household needs are he took care of all of that and my mom she worked but she didn't work until we got older and so because of that I didn't want to work I wanted to be home with my baby you know take care of my child which didn't happen because we life happened but to answer your question fully yeah the roles were not discussed at the beginning they were implied and I think if you're gonna have that type of marriage or any type of relationship, the boundaries have to be set in the beginning so that if something falls off, we've already sat down. We talked about the expectations. So this is what follows after that.
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense, and that's uh, definitely a segue into our one of our upcoming shows. Um, understanding roles are supposed to be in a relationship. Are there any specific gender-related roles that should be in a marriage or in a relationship? And could that borderline be abuse? So that's something else that we uh, that we could talk about uh, later on in the show. Or uh, we're definitely interested in knowing more about your marriage relationship Um, why do you think it failed uh you were with this guy for so many years uh, 18 years before you guys got married and then um you were actually married how many years again
1: 13.
0: so you were yeah you were married 13 years you knew him for 18 years and then you got two beautiful children from that marriage right Um, so that's definitely a blessing in itself so did you uh i guess the question is Did you identify any signs that the marriage was coming to an end? Um, What was the motivating factor for you um, to end that marriage? Or how did that marriage uh, actually end or come to an end?
1: Okay, so since we have a time limit, I'm going to just give you the the short version and just say that in the beginning, it was great. I got pregnant, going through what mom's especially first moms go through, you know, feeling unpretty, unwanted, undesired. And so I um, reverted back to into myself. So I wasn't really giving him the attention he wanted. And that caused him to stray. And that was in the beginning of our marriage. I stayed because I saw my parents stay and they didn't divorce. And they had a lot of issues between the two of them. So I said to myself and I said to God, Lord, if you want me to stay in this marriage, tell me and I'll stay. And God didn't tell me to move. He told me to stay. So I stayed as long as I could, and I made it work the best way I could without losing my mind and without being neglectful to my child, because I had just my daughter at the time. But then as years went by, things slowed down on his end because he stopped straying so much, but he was still straying. And instead of focusing on what he was doing, I focused on my baby. And then Finally, I couldn't take it anymore. And then when my daughter was, I think, three, I made him leave. That was the beginning to the end when I had him leave the house. I should have told him to stay. I should have told him, let's work this out. You know, I should have done that. I should have fought harder at that time because it was able to be fixed at that time. But I didn't do that. So then like a year later, I let him come back. Because he was having troubles and he couldn't find a place. So I was nice enough to let him stay with me. And we had a son.
0: <laughs> that's usually how it works the second time around, right? What? what how's that song go? The second, second time, time around.
1: <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what happened. The second time around, we had a son, which was awesome. It was ordained, I believe. Because that child is... The apple of my eye, and he is my godchild. My daughter is my love; is the love of my life. My son is my godchild because I prayed so hard when I had, while I was pregnant with him, and I was in God's face every day because I was struggling with postpartum. I was struggling with finding myself unpretty again and low self esteem and so much depression at that time. And I knew that if I gave up, my kids would falter my kids would lose so I wanted them to win so I kept pushing and kept pressing until God told me stop pressing let this man go and but it took so many years my son is nine now so it took nine years for me to like let go of him even though God told me to let him go when my son was seven it took me nine years to let him go because I was in love with the man. It
0: still is. Wow. That's phenomenal. You guys are listening to the Healthy Living Wedding Efficient Podcast. Uh, the topic is, why did you get married? Or, as the question implies, why did I get married? And you're listening to uh, Laurel. She just told you guys uh, pretty much her story, why she got married and um, she covered a uh, quite a quite a few different topics that we'll um, bring up in in our upcoming shows. She mentioned depression. Uh, she suffered or went through a bout of uh, depression. She she went through a bout of depression and she um, had anxiety and as a result of the marriage. And uh, we wanna we wanna be able to identify what a healthy relationship is. And you know oftentimes we get in relationships and they fail for whatever reason. Um, not to point a finger, but for for whatever reason, they they do fail. And we want to, um, we want to be able to empower ourselves to get back up and start over again. You know, sometimes uh, a relationship is God ordained. Sometimes it's People ordain. You know, we ordain it ourselves. And if God is not in the equation, then it's not going to last. It's not going to work. Oftentimes we get in uh, personal relationships with each other. And we think that this is the one. This could be the actual one. And then guess what? It doesn't work out for whatever the reason. And again, it's okay. We don't want to wallow in self-pity. We don't want to reach that 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 phase where we are so depressed that we cannot rise up out of it right because god will not put up on us more than we can actually bear so lorrell in this case she was um she was very uh, adamant and successful when putting her foot down and saying you know enough is enough the lines are open give us a call my name is king ya so again uh, uh check out our website Check out our website for our relationship podcast. Uh, Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and uh, you'll see we're talking about relationships. Our relationship podcast are coming soon. And uh, this is our this is our our first uh, podcast. So it's a new venture for us. And we are we're excited to introduce um, our relationship topics to you guys. Today's show is, however, about uh, marriage. Uh, We'd like to hear from our married couples. We'd like to hear from uh, those uh, couples that have been in a relationship. We want to talk about, um, you know, what a healthy relationship is. We'd like to hear your story. Why did you get married? Why did you get married? Again, some of our topics that we discuss on our relationship channel um, is love, romance, sex, uh, dating, courtship, marriage. What is the difference? Do you know the difference between courtship and dating? What does that mean to you? Healthy, living, wedding, dot com. We have a very special guest with us today, and her name is Miss Valerie. She will be joining us, and um, she has been married for a few years. Yeah, she's been married for about thirty-five years, actually. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna hear from her in just a few moments, and she's gonna tell you why she got married. So those of you that are listening to our show, we appreciate you, and we are looking forward to covering this topic: Why did you get married? So. We're asking you guys to call in and tell us your story. With no further ado, we want to uh, definitely welcome Ms. Valerie.
2: Ms. Valerie? Hello, everybody. My name is Valerie, and I was married for 35 years.
0: So, Ms. Valerie, again, welcome, and we appreciate having you today. Uh, why did you get married?
2: Why did I get married? okay. The most important reason I got married was because I couldn't see myself living without my husband. And even though we were years apart, he was 23 years older than I, I loved him. And I just couldn't see life
0: without him. That just sounds phenomenal. So how did you guys meet? Uh, Tell us a little bit about about that. Well,
2: we met um, at my mother's dinner table, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Um, He was involved with someone else older than I. And when we met, it just just clicked. And we started seeing each other against everybody else's wishes and figured out that it was just going
0: to be us against the world regardless. So you took a step of faith, and uh, you met this guy at your mom's dinner table, and you kind of hit it off immediately. Yes, absolutely. And it was,
2: it was like he had always been in my life, and he said it was like I was always in his life. And so we, you know, we decided that regardless to what anyone else said, we were going to be married because we couldn't see life without each other. So we did. And even at 23 years apart, we were in love, and it lasted for 35 years till death did us part. And even after he passed, for seven years, I couldn't see myself with anybody else. I I didn't date because I still
0: felt like his wife. That is a a awesome story. Like, you know, this is this is why we ask callers to call in to our shows. This is why we're this is why we have this podcast to hear stories like this. Like this is a a very unique, if I may, very unique situation. She's been married thirty five years to the same man. Not three years. Not shacking up for eighteen years. She's been married. Thirty-five years. After, uh, how long did you guys? You said you guys dated for a few weeks, for a few years, or or for Mm -hmm. a little while before Mm -hmm. you got. We only dated like a month or so. (laughs) You dated for a month and then you married this guy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. I guess that's why it was you against the world, right?
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and it, it it just it just felt right.
0: It felt right. So was it more love at first sight? Uh, I guess you could probably say it was because, you know, you guys dated for about a month and then you got married and 35 years later, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I, I just
2: always, I just always loved them. I, I did. From the time I looked at them, we started trading jokes and, you know, talking about each other. <laughs> and it was like, you know, we'd always been in each, in each other's lives.
0: I think it's good when you can actually meet someone and you can engage in conversation and you hit it off immediately or instantly. Um, obviously, you've been married for thirty-five years. You could tell our listening audience some things that you that you experienced within your marriage um, that could be beneficial to our listening audience, to our uh, to young women and young men that are out here now um, interested in getting married. Uh, what what would you uh, advise them? Communication and honesty;
2: those will stand you in in your best stead, and of course, making God the head of the household. We had, we had rocky times at first. The first few years, yes, they were rocky. But once we decided, I'm not going anywhere, you're not going anywhere, so let's do what we can to make this work. And I don't care if it's a little bitty lie or a big lie, never, ever, ever lie. And never be ashamed of what you've done or will do. To your husband or your wife, always be honest, always. They need to depend on your honesty and on the fact that you
0: will communicate that to them. I think effective communication is definitely critical um, in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's an intimate relationship, a marriage. You have to have effective communication, because if you don't have that effective communication then you're going to run into the same problems you know you're going to have failed relationships or failed marriages and the arguing the fussing the fighting and the abuse the verbal abuse the mental abuse the physical abuse so i think that effective communication plays a a significant role in uh the development of that relationship and uh we have a a living testimony right here before us miss valerie who has been in that marital relationship for 35 years i'm just truly amazed when i hear stories like this because it's not often that you that you witness this that you hear um people being in relationships for so long less knowing meeting for the very first time dating for a month being married for 35 years i mean it's just it's just a phenomenal story. Tell us more, Ms. Valerie, about you.
2: Well, like I said, those first years were rocky. I mean, nobody nobody applauded our relationship. Nobody. Not my mom, not my sisters, not my brothers, not his family. Nobody applauded us but us. And we applauded each other. And we just, we just loved each other and always, always wanted to be around each other. I mean, he would go to work and rush home from work so we could be together. I mean, that's, that was our life, each other, because we didn't really have a whole, lot, a whole lot of other people that were applauding us. So we had to stick with each other, and we had to be with each other. And anytime, At any time in your relationship, if you feel uh, unappreciated, let your spouse know. Let them know and let them know why. And then you guys can come up with a solution to whatever the problem is.
0: Now, at what point did you know beyond a doubt that you guys would be getting married? What was that conversation like? It was sort of like
2: I didn't at first I didn't know. For sure if I wanted to be married because there were things that at 18 I had not experienced before and I wanted to know if I would you know be wanting to experience those things anyway but when it was all said and done I figured out that I just wanted to experience anything that I had to
0: experience with him. I think that this story is, uh, is definitely an amazing story, for sure. Definitely an amazing story. I don't, I don't know too many relationships nowadays that lasts what, three years, five years? They say within that first three to five years, they treat it like a business. And within that first three to five years, a marriage will either fail or it will proceed. So it's within those first three to five years that you have to put your your differences to the side. You have to compromise. You have to have effective communication. You have to have openness, honesty. So these are some building blocks that we have. To have in these relationships, in order for them to flourish, in order for them to last, like Ms. Valerie said, you have to you have to be able to communicate your flaws. You have to be communi- you have to be able to communicate, you know, any secrets. You know, don't hold secrets, don't lie, you know, to your significant other. Tell them the truth. I think that oftentimes we we tend to sugarcoat or we tend to uh, what they say tell a white lie to cover up what we did or what transpired within the relationship when all we had had to do from the beginning is just be honest just be open and be honest with the person that we were with and um, you know work out any differences between you everything everything could be worked out every problem could be solved through effective means of communication right so i think before you before you say I do, there are some things that you must definitely weigh out. You know, there's some, there's, there's things that you must weigh, you know, are you ready to get married? Why are you getting married? Ask yourself these questions. Are you emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually ready for marriage, right? Did you ever ask yourself any of those questions, Miss Valley?
2: I did because I was so young. I did ask those questions and I, there were so many things that I didn't know anything about. And in our era, when we got married, then it was always the man that was, you know, he did the the work thing and you stayed at home and took care of the house. So I didn't know if that's really what I wanted to do because I had been to college and I I kind of wanted to, you know, spread my wings a little bit. But then I figured out after those first few rocky years, like I said, they were rocky. We had some arguments about whether or not I was going to work and whether or not, you know, I was going to have babies right away, which I did the next year. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, we sort we of just worked it out. We just worked it out by communication, by talking every day, every day, every day. We never let... The sun go down without a hug and a kiss, ever. Even if we were angry, we kissed and we hugged and get, and forgave each other.
0: You mentioned affection, being intimate in spite of the argument, in spite of the differences. And you mentioned not being angry with each other, forgiving each other. I think that when you're in a... An intimate relationship there should definitely be communication there should definitely be compromise there should definitely be forgiveness in that relationship and i think that this is something that our listening audience um especially our younger um listening audience need need to know they need to hear these things because again it's not every day that you're having these type of conversations that you're talking to the world about why did I get married? Why did you get married? You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. And uh, you know when when you your husband or your spouse is not just an extension of you. Your husband or your spouse is a bond with you. You know, people say, you know, you guys make one you make one, but you each have different personalities and different characteristics. And sometimes you've got to put up with some stuff that you don't like, and he's going to have to put up with some stuff that he doesn't like. But it's called, like he said, compromise. You compromise with each other. You accept each other's flaws or whatever you want to call them. And you,
0: at the end of the day, you discover you still love each other. Love binds all, love heals all, love is all that we have, love is all that we need in a, in a loving, fulfilling relationship. And I think that, uh, you know, in, in the beginning, you know, you're not able to really see where the relationship is going to go. Um, it's, uh, oftentimes you get people that are in relationships, they have their first argument and then they have their major breakup and then that's it. I think the terminology that you use now, you got frenemies, your friends today and enemies tomorrow, right? So in a relationship, in a committed, fulfilling relationship, there's you don't straddle that fence. Either you're going to fight or flight. So either you're going to fight for what you love, for what you want, for what you need in your life with that other person, or you're going to flight, you're going to take flight, you're going to disappear, you're going to take off. You're not going to face those challenges like Uh, Valerie mentioned, everyone has challenges. You're going to experience challenges in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's an intimate relationship, whether it's a marriage, whether you're considering marriage, you're going to have challenges and you may have some obstacles in your life. Now, I think my, my advice would be to talk about those issues beforehand talk about what some of those issues are some of your concerns with your significant other because this is the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life God you know God willing until death do either of you part so i think it'll be important to treat that marriage that relationship as if it were a business right because it takes two you have to build each other up you have to deposit positiveness love uh, wholeness a, ho- a holistic h- and a healthy relationship you have to have a holistic healthy relationship you got to deposit th- these are positive deposits that you need to put into that bank account right and th- that relationship bank account <laughs> so and I'm sure uh, Valerie, can, Valerie can attest that there was a lot of uh, positive exchanges uh, being deposited into those accounts right Valerie
2: absolutely
0: and, and it's it's not a one-day
2: or one-week one thing. It's an everyday thing, every day. Your spouse should hear how you feel about them every day, every day. And, you know, I, you are going to have some challenges. There will be challenges. Yes, there will be. And your relationship will change over time. There will be, you know, you'll go through one sp- spot, of a romance. And, you know, then the rom- romance kindles and, and you go through a different stage and a different. The marriage goes through stages. And, at you know, at one stage after we had six kids, <laughs> our, our marriage went through some changes. And at that point in time, after all the kids were born, I decided, yes, I will go back to work. And I did, and my husband compromised on that and even helped out. So, I, I, you know, I just know that you have to have to compromise with each other. You have to continue to love each other, and you have to say that every day. It's not something, oh, I, he knows I love him because I do this.
0: No, tell him, tell her you love them. I think that's very important, and uh, you make some some great valid points. Um, don't just uh, don't just show him him or her, you know. Tell them, tell them, hey, baby, I love you. I appreciate you. I adore you. Thank you. Don't be afraid to say thank you, men. You're listening to this podcast. It's okay to tell your wife, thank you, baby. I appreciate you. You know, you mean a lot to me. You mean the world to me. It's okay to say those things. I think sometimes as men we kind of hold back. And we, we don't necessarily share everything with our significant other. Now, uh, I'm not saying that that's the case for every situation or every relationship because every relationship is completely and totally different. I think that it, it helps the relationship to grow and to flourish. we definitely love to hear your story. So please feel free to tune in. The phone number to text. Text us at 816-286-4861 the phone number to call into 816 286 4861 text us call us let us know you want to be on the show tell us your story we want to hear from you so um again you guys are listening to the healthy living wedding and fishing podcast and I'm Kenya, your host and uh, we are live here with Miss Valerie and you know, who has been married uh, for thirty-five years, so we want to definitely thank her um, for her time and and um, uh, you know thank her for coming on to the show today. Miss Valerie has definitely been a pleasure. Any closing remark?
2: I just want to say, just continue to love each other and let each other know that you love each other and continue to have open communication and honesty.
0: Larell, while you're still with us, did you ever? experience any forms of abuse in that specific marriage, in that marriage that you were in, whether it was a verbal, mental, physical.
1: You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. That's what they say, right? So thinking back on our relationship, and like I said, it's it was a long time. So I would have to say yes, it was some emotional stuff going on because again, The Bible tells us that the woman submits to her wife, I'm sorry, to her uh, husband. And so I submitted to my husband, which in my mind, that meant allow him to take charge. That's not what that scripture means. That just means respect your husband. And if he is leading you in a certain way, according to the word of God, then follow him. But in my mind at the time, it was let him take charge. And so I allowed him to talk to me any kind of way. And it hurt my feelings a lot. So I would say there was a lot of emotional stuff going on.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that information with us, uh, guys. Again, we're opening up the doors to our upcoming um, upcoming podcast. Uh Mentioned uh, as you as you heard us uh, on today's podcast, we we covered some some subtopics: um, abuse, uh, depression. Um, you know, identifying what abuse is. Hindsight, as she said, hindsight is twenty twenty. Sometimes you don't think it's abuse when you're in involved with this other person, whether you're in a, a relationship or you're in a marriage so you know we're going to talk about you know um, what those signs are you know coming up you know we'll we'll give you guys some 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 tips on how to identify um, some of those red flags for lack of better better words um, so that you can better you know take care of yourself and identify those red flags and then um, overcome you know those 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 uh those obstacles that are you know in your life you know is it you know, in the relationship, um, Larell, you have anything you want to share with our listening audience? Uh, thing that's on your mind that you care to share to our listeners? Uh, you have a message for our young ladies out there that are expiring to marry?
1: You know, what I do. One, know who you are before you get in a relationship. In order to be a good wife, a wife has to know who she is in God and in who her who in herself. And don't let go of who you are because of some man, because yes, two becomes one, but that doesn't mean that you become who he is. You stay who you are, he stay who he is, and two people come together and you work this thing out.
0: That's phenomenal. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. We certainly appreciate that. It has definitely been a joy and a pleasure having you on our podcast. Again, for those that are new uh, to our channel and our podcast, we want to say thank you very much. It's, it's an honor to uh, to have you all as part of our team, part of our show, uh, to everyone that's put this, uh, this podcast together. Uh, we want to thank you so much as well. Um, it took a lot of work, but we we are finally here, and a lot of dedication, a lot of sacrifices, and commitment to this uh, program because it's, it's definitely a program that we want to continue to uh, to share to our listeners because we think and we affirm that someone out there needs to hear what we have to say on our show. Someone out there wants to be married. Someone out there is suffering from depression. Someone out there is suffering from loneliness. Someone out there wants to be married. Someone someone out there wants to have children and they want to um, be uh, eloped and they want to be in a in a family setting whether it's adopting children or um, uh, being in a relationship where children are already um, you know the other the other person's child or children blended family so someone out there uh, needs to be loved there's someone out there for you and the purpose of our show is to just again say thank you and just give you the information provide some healthy tips on what a healthy relationship is uh, we don't care necessarily if a relationship has failed or if it is successful. We just want to give you guys the information based on our experience and the relationships that we have personally experienced and have gone through in hopes to reach someone else that's going through some of the same struggles, some of the hardships, some of the bouts of depression, the postpartum depression, um, suicidal Thoughts and things of that nature. We want to be a be a vessel to to, to reach out to you and to say that there is hope and, and, and that you are empowered and that you are strong and that you are loved. If, if no one else tells you that, we want to tell you that today on our show. You are loved. People love you. People are here for you. And we want to hear your story. So tune in. Uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. You're tuning in to the Healthy Living Wedding Officiant Podcast, where we are talking about relationships, love, sex, romance, marriage, dating, courtship. What is the difference between courting and dating? Do you know the difference? Well, tune in to our show. We'll see how much you know. Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain how. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So, it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many, many more. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to the Anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Healthy Living Wedding Officiant appreciates all of our listeners and is asking for your support. Your support and donations help us to keep making our podcast and providing free services to the community. Open Communication and Honesty open communication and honesty uh, that is definitely a must-have in any relationship. Healthy Living Wedding Efficient Podcast, our very first podcast, and uh, we have a very special guest with us today. And we will be talking about Marriage. Why did you get married? That's the question we want to know. Why did you get married? So, for our listening audience, please tune into our podcast and you can check us, uh, check us out on our website at healthy living wedding officiant.square.site. We are here to lead your wedding ceremony and to offer you an affordable wedding elegantly. Our official website is coming soon. It is healthy living wedding officiant. Dot .com again healthy living wedding officiant.com So guys we want to thank you for tuning into our show uh, my name is King Ya thank you so much
1: Middle yeah.